Can you hear me? Shh. Welcome to Podcast Rated. Here are your hosts, Brad and Caleb. So, how's uh, how are you doing? How are you? I feel like I have to talk quiet because there's a baby right there, but obviously the baby cannot hear me. You can be absolutely as loud as you want, and he's not going to care. He's starting to like move his nose around a little bit. Um, I have a pacifier I can put in if it's like the worst case scenario, or he might just flip out. But we'll see. It'll be fine. Okay. Okay. I'm not too worried about it. Yeah. So, what's new? <laughs> I don't know. Nothing. What have you done in the last day? Let's talk about your last day. Okay, so... So, mostly that would be yesterday, because today hasn't been much. Mm -hmm. But uh, I can work backwards. What did I do today? I slept in until like 9.30. Um, Drank some coffee and watched WrestleMania 2000 on my phone for a while. Um, put some clothes away. Um, what do you think about the two-day WrestleMania plan with Gronk uh, being the host? What What do you What do you think about that? Uh, I think it's fine. I think it's it's at least it's something. It's better than everything else is nothing, and this is something. Yeah. So, give me something. I, I don't care. So I actually caught a little bit of SmackDown on Friday night for the first time in ages, and it was very interesting to watch it without the crowd. And there, all the guys out there, and there's Daniel Bryan and Gronk and everybody just doing their thing, talking crap at each other, no crowd. And I saw somebody else online took some of the footage yeah. uh, and set it to the Twin Peaks music. Yeah. And it, like, matched up really well <laughs> with this, really like, slow emotional, yeah. <laughs> This fakely emotional broadcast of these people angry at each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or pretending no, to be good. angry at each other. Yeah, it's great. So, uh, since the last time we talked... No, actually, you came here in October. What did you I come did, here yeah. for? My brother got married, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, we ventured up north for a few days. It was nice to see everybody. Yeah, and I totally could not come to the wedding... Because we had a baby, <laughs> like the day before the wedding. <laughs> yeah, like no, seriously, like I'm leaving to come up there. I'm getting gas, and you text me like, "Hey, at the hospital, probably having a baby." <laughs> like, oh, yep. it's happening literally today. We're driving up there right now. It's yep. pretty interesting, crazy timing that I happened yeah. to be coming there. How did um? What happened when with Bethany, with your two kids? Was it like middle of the night? Oh my god, we have to go, or did she induce? I don't remember. No, uh, both of them were uh, late, late at night. Well, they progressed in the middle of the night. Yeah, I mean, for Emmett, my son, I got a son now. Um, it was like three in the morning. The bed sheets are wet. Uh oh, what happened? Megan said, "Wake up! Every time I move, I leak." Uh, and so we knew something had happened. And you know, the best part about having a baby is that when you drive to the hospital, you can run all the red lights and you like have an excuse yeah. to drive crazy there. And Megan was like, no, no, drive normal. I was like, no, 
this is my only chance in my this lifetime. This my chance. That I get to do this, and nobody can say anything. I got to stick it to the man a little bit here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's yeah. Like, honestly, it's like, this is your experience too, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. to rush to the hospital, run in red lights. You only get to do this. You may only never get to do this again. Who knows? You know? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, we can do it now. And so we did that, and we had a kid on Friday. And then the wedding was on Saturday. And um, I remember uh, I took Amelia with me, and we hung out with you guys. And I we were outside, and they had that, um, like, at a pavilion. And I forget. We were at some park. And I remember I got some of that, like, beef brisket. And I took a big bite of it, and there was a bee in the beef brisket. And it, yeah. stung, it stung my tongue when we were sitting there talking. And I, like, I swallowed the bee. Oh, it, yeah. A lot of cool stuff happened that week. A lot, that, lot of memorable stuff. Ate <laughs> I ate a bee and it stung my tongue. Yeah, and then you guys came to the hospital, and you met my son, so which was great. Um, Two days old. At that time, yeah, and he was two days old, and right now he's like pushing six months, give or take. Yeah, been in four months. Yeah, <laughs> he's already wiping his own butt. It's great. I love it. Um, advice to his sister. He's like, what? <laughs> he, uh, she gets right in his face and wants to play with him. He's he's a baby, and then he'll pull her hair, and he doesn't know better. Um, and. And they get all pissed at each other, and that's fine. She gets angry at him. He doesn't know what he's doing. But I don't know. I mean, she likes being an older sister. Hi. Looks like he's waking up. She likes being an older sister, but I don't think she... I'm sure you saw this with your two kids. Um, with Evie, did she, like, understand the boundaries of how to deal with a baby or no? Or did she have to learn that? Uh, I don't remember. I don't think she was ever a problem. So, yeah, you're talking... Um, seven years ago. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure that it was pretty smooth. I have an expert sitting next to me, which is watching reality television. So. <laughs> cool. With Amelia, it's just sometimes she treats Emmett like one of her dolls, and she'll be a little bit rougher with him and tap him on the head and stuff. It's like we have uh, to tell her to to look back off from time to time. And she's three and a half. She's getting there. She understands. She feels bad when we yell at her about stuff, and she'll cry, but I don't know. I think we're good parents. I'm not sure you on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. I'm sure you. If, um, we th- if we're worried about it, that means we are, probably. <laughs> okay. Oh, everyone's listening. We're talking about, um, look at Bethany here. We're talking about boundaries. I don't understand the boundaries of what to do without to do a baby. Although she was younger. No. You can't hear that? No. Oh. They're there. Well, okay. Anyway, so. Yeah, no. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for the summary. <laughs> <laughs> Too long. I realized that it's like an isolating microphone. And that's my, my other microphone that would pick up the whole room. So I don't even know. That's, at all. that's fine. So, I mean, it's weird having two kids now. I'll tell you that. Yeah. 
Um, we there are no breaks anymore. There's not like, oh, you take the kid to Target and I'll hang out here for three hours. Um, it doesn't really work like that anymore. Actually, right now, that's where Megan is right now. <laughs> By herself. So I guess I'm wrong. So do you but, find having two, now that you've had two for six months almost or whatever, um, <laughs> could you imagine three? Not really. How um, do you do it, right? How do you, where's the third arm? Yeah, where's the third arm? I mean, who... So right now, Amelia is entertaining herself. She is watching Cinderella downstairs. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, well, if we had a third one, uh, where, like, sometimes I think that, like, I'm occupied with one kid, Megan's occupied with the other, and the third one would be just, like, doing their own thing, pulling their hair out, being ignored. But it's more about, like, I wouldn't be able to give them the attention they deserve, right. which is weird because lots of people have lots of Philip Rivers has eight kids now. Um, I was John, Johann Sebastian Bach had 22 children. Like how did, and he made all this wonderful music? How did he manage that? It's like, what did they pay? I, I don't, I don't want to be the type of person to like pay somebody to watch my kids, even though I guess I do that all day right now. <laughs> Well, some people have a different perspective on it. Yeah. What do they get out of fulfills them having kids necessarily take care of kids? Some people's priorities are. Yeah, and I like having two. Hi, buddy. He's waking up. I like having two. Um, Certainly, you know, people say you stop when you feel that your family is complete. And I. Don't really know if that's the case yet or not. Admittedly, there are times where he like just screams at me because he's falling asleep for an hour or whatever, and I just like, okay, I wouldn't want another one if they're gonna be like this. Yeah. Um, most of the time, though, it goes pretty well, and he is definitely. I mean, do you long time ago? Do you remember differences between your kids when they were babies? Oh yeah. Well, it's hard now, too, because I've watched him progress for the last seven years, whatever, eight, nine, eight years, nine years, whatever it is now. Um, so a lot of the things that I remember can be probably distorted or skewed. I grew up, but I don't know. Um, but, yeah, there was definitely differences uh, between them. You know, Evelyn was a tempted baby who would just sleep through the night and you know when you set her down and she'd stay and you know um, it's pretty easy on overall uh, whereas Miles was a little bit more of a tear you know he's rolling over day one you know um, you know <laughs> on the move you know in seven months walking at like 10 mm-hmm. you know just totally different, like, go get him, baby, like, a little busty who never slept through the night for 16 months. Um, <laughs> I don't feel so bad, because I don't think Emmett, Emmett is not sleeping through the night. And Amelia was, like, four months, it was fine. He's still yeah. waking up to eat, and he's still, like, every two and a half hours, he needs something. Well, let me tell you, but ours lasted a year and a half, so. Oh, God. <laughs> we have a year to go. Yep. And, like, he, never know. Not... he could figure it out. He likes pacifiers when he's going to sleep, but he will not. Like, he hasn't figured out how to keep it in his mouth. That and so it's, con- yep. it's constantly a game of just holding the pacifier in while you're putting him to sleep. And 
it's pain in the butt. One, it's just the one finger just sporting it there. You're not holding it in. You're just sporting it. <laughs> so, sometimes he'll grab my hand and like push it towards his mouth to hold the pacifier in. It's like, dude, you can do this yourself, you know. Yeah, you'll figure that out so, too. Yeah. So, I mean, that's been the biggest change for us in the past six months. I mean, we bought a new house and moved, shoot, a year and a half ago. And, yeah, then I I st- and then I started a new job in May, I want to say. So, everything is different. I'm no longer at the aerosol factory for all of our uh, crazy um, fans who are wondering what we're doing on a day-to-day basis. Uh, oh, they, they have their seats waiting to find Yeah, out. Yeah, so they, uh, they were losing money, and they decided to have layoffs. And um, they decided to do a couple things. <laughs> they realized they needed to spend money to improve the factory. And so they decided to cut 10% of their workforce. And I was one of the people who got to go and like tap people on the shoulder and be like, they want to talk to you in the front office. And hey, you know, it's funny. What? What's up right there? Um, it, uh, call back to our previous episode, which I played a piece of last <laughs> the other day. You talked about this. You Did I? Walk, you had to be the Grim Reaper and walk people to the front and just be like, I'm doing my job. Yeah. Part of the corporate world. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> go on. Yeah, I mean, and then burned in my memory that I had to like go around and be like, "Yeah, they want to Kurt, the CEO. He wants to talk to you up in the front office." Yeah, and everybody knew what was coming. Everybody knew there were rumors saying like twenty people are going to be fired on Thursday. What do you know about this, Caleb? And I'm like, I don't know shit because I really didn't. And um, so we, <laughs> I, they did that, and then they said, "Okay, with the people that we have left, we're starting a second shift." So we're just going to take a bunch of you on first shift and move you to second shift. And for those of you who are managers, um, you're going to be on call and expected to be able to cover second shift if they have any problems. And the nature of my job was if there was manufacturing happening, I had to be somewhat involved. And so they started a second shift with a new manager. Apparently he was smoking pot on the shop floor, which was not a positive sign for his employees. And not that there's anything wrong with it if you're not at work. And um, right, right, right. not at work, yeah. key. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This, this is our uh, this is our official stance of our podcast. And <laughs> he um, and I was getting phone calls every evening when I was like playing with my kid and eating dinner. Of hey, we got this such and such problem. And it was always like personal problem related drama between people that they wanted me to hear about and document and i just got very sick of that very quickly and said forget this oh yeah uh, i would not dig that I'm a big believer in uh well i mean it may not always be this way and i've gotten away with it long enough but who knows but i really when i leave work it's uh work's over now now i'm on the, what i actually care about and then i begrudgingly have to go back to work when i have to be there but I, you know at some point career you know blah 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 but you know God, yeah I hate, I hate having to deal with shit outside of work and that's work related when i'm at home i'm so glad i don't have to still i decided to not set up my email um for my current job so i could check it on my phone deliberately so that i wouldn't be like hey i wonder what's going on on a saturday afternoon and check it and see a bunch of emails because those do 
there are people who are into that and you're like still putting an hour or two in on Saturday and Hey, I'm going to ask this question. Maybe I'll get an answer. Like there are those people who are out there and I, how do I put this? I'm in a position where I could be and I've made the choice that I'm not going to be uh, paying attention on the weekends because I got these two kids and I want to go like bike shopping and do stuff and cook and have fun, even though it doesn't feel like the weekend right now. Which no. you you put out a wonderful tweet yesterday. <laughs> which you said apparently it's Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> which, which I completely get and completely hundred percent understand right now. Yeah, because so. it really doesn't doesn't really make a difference, but you just kinda you can like you just kinda notice, oh hey. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh. Right now because of the silly virus, uh <laughs> they they shut the daycares and Coronavirus segment. That was quickly. That really came out quickly. Wow. Yes, it did. There's a bunch, yeah. but the most of them suck. That one's great. Where are you finding them? Uh, I don't know. Uh, my lovely wife. It's. I mean, what do you do except for just stay on your phone for the, hours that's what on I've been end? Doing for the last hour. With yes. Baby in my arms. Yeah. So <laughs> you, you suddenly find the uh, a new hit coronavirus. The, Awesome. Coronavirus wraps. I'm glad, you know, and I'm sitting here thinking as we go through all of this, like, shutdown of society, which I'm kind of okay with regardless. I mean, not because of the virus response. But like, let's just shut everything down yeah. and make us realize that nothing really matters. Um, I am, I'm was wondering when the art was going to come out of it. Yeah, and I'm I glad that it already is. <laughs> yeah, I knew it wouldn't take long, and it has, and I knew it would. And that's what I was most excited about, honestly. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, the silver lining that there's a lot of creative people out there with a there's, lot of time on their hands. With a lot of time on their hands right now, and I've been like, maybe I should start my other podcast. I have this podcast idea to go over music subgenres for like five years now, and like yeah. go in depth into how post screamo got to where it is now, and how it you know fuses the elements of screamo and post hardcore. And play like example music for all of that, which I'm sure nobody will care about. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a project. <laughs> it's a project. Yeah, but like now, like now we're going to see a lot of that at least in the next few weeks to months. That we're all oh, locked yeah. up. Had, we're all locked I just, up at home. Said somebody I follow me like we're back. A new episode of our podcast is out. And I was like, ah, I bet we're gonna see a lot of that too. <laughs> we're gonna see a lot. And then, literally, as we're setting up to record our podcast, which, by the way, this is not coronavirus related. We were going to record anyways. It's we were an show. Um, and I, I'm not prepared at all to do the UP game. Just so you're aware, no, I, with it. I wasn't sure if there's a random town that you'd be willing or able to pick that we could talk about. I'm fine. When I'm, I am on a, a actual computer. Okay, go for it. Towns in the upper. This is Brad Google stuff. Oh, you're still up. Let's find. Um... Goodbye. All right. There's a whole bunch of towns listed. Um... Hello. 
Give me a number between like one and like or so. Forty-eight. Oh, I said twenty or so. Oh, it's <laughs> um eighteen. Ish for me. We got Ish for me. Okay. Population 6,500. Also affectionately referred to as meth for me. Ish for Tucky. Um, it is home to the National Ski Hall of Fame, which is like, I don't know, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You got Suicide Hill. Um, you got Al Qual. People do luging there. Uh, have you ever actually been there to see people do luge at Alqual? So they have that toboggan run there. So I don't know if it's really luge there. I don't think okay. they do actually at Alqual. But they do have that sweet toboggan run, which I never did, but I've seen it. Um, but they do have that pit, pit bowl there. That they always set up. People go there with their sleds and inner tubes and stuff. It's, it's a good time in the winter yeah. and summer. Alcohol, great time, great place. And you go there on the Fourth of July, and like the Blue Notes will play, and they have a bunch of shitty bands play. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's a bargain. Um, My wife's dropping her job. I mean, never having done the bargain. It just never happened. It yeah, just never, never came together. You were able to do it. Yeah. Um, um, also, the Uper's tourist trap is there. The Uper's, where they had that huge chainsaw outside. Yep, Gus. The world's largest working like gun or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they have like the it's like a like a shotgun on a trailer, if yep. I remember correctly. Um, I'm, I mean, Nagani's kind of the same way, but Ishpeming has this like kind of bar culture. They got a bunch of old towny bars that are all kind of downtown. Um, yeah, you got the casino. Rainbow. Uh, yeah, is this yeah. still the casino? I don't know. I don't. It <sighs> doesn't not. sound familiar to me. You got Jack's T. Yeah, Jack's TP. Um, you obviously have the Congress, which is one, it's, so Tino's has all the Nagani stuff, Nagani, like basketball paraphernalia and everything. Who is in the, on the walls of the Congress? Is it Ishpeming kids or is it more Nagani crap? Mostly Ishpeming kids in Congress. Talk about Congress? Yeah. The Congress has got the picture of Billy Hill on the side, you know, and like all the winning teams and football teams. Yeah, they threw so, them up there. They were good, but like you know, um, uh, yeah, Congress is a huge plus for me. I love my favorite yeah. places on earth. Yeah, old ish across the street. Old ish, yeah. And uh, what's that movie? That part of it was filmed there. Um, the one and, about uh, pretending to be somebody else online. Catfish. Oh, catfish. Yeah. Also, uh, Anatomy of a Murder drove through there too. That's right. Yeah. So it's the same like block as in two movies. So, I also I also find it weird that you have this just like mine shaft in the middle of town. If you kind of there's uh, if you get kind of towards West Ishkerming, you have that intersection with five streets that come together, which is always weird. And with like grocery stores, right? Yeah, with Jubilee or Jacks or something. Yeah. And then you have those five. Ro- uh, you have the mine shaft right in the middle of town there. Yep, right is right it, there. Is that um, like Lake Angeline for a long time? Yeah, I believe like. Angeline, is this one right? Yeah. Um, it feels to me like Ishpeming is where people start, and if they do well, they'll move towards Nagani right. or Marquette. <laughs> right. It's the beginning. It's the, it is the Thunderdome, the beginning level of <laughs> the beginning <laughs> level of of the of the um, of the Entry populated level. part of the UP. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 
Phelps Middle School, and behind there you had Tangletown, which my dad lived back there for a little while when I was in a good age to ride around bikes a lot. Tangletown, and, uh, yeah. So we used to, uh, I spent a lot of time in Ishmael. Remember when, uh, at one point, when I came home in 2011, TJ lived in Ishmael. That's right, TJ lived in Ishmael. Um, I watched, I watched Speed on Laserdisc at his apartment. You <laughs> <laughs> lived right by Phelps, and there's that crappy Phelps. Chinese restaurant down the street, uh-huh. right? It was like a gas station Chinese restaurant. <laughs> yeah, yep. Um, um, yeah, and then we watched this where I introduced the room. Are you talking to yourself? No, I'm talking to my friend Brad. You've met Brad before. Yeah. I'm, He's my yeah. buddy. He lives down in Nashville. Yeah. I'm talking to him. Is Cinderella done? Okay. I'll be right down there and I'll put another one on for you. Okay. I think, I think my time, and you know, Ishpeming is also the gateway to the jewel of National Mine. National Mine. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like my window is closing here. Sounds like it. So, why don't we do another 10 minutes later <laughs> when we have time, okay. if that works for you. This is okay. great. We're just putting on 25 right now. And let's put on episode uh, 2 of season okay. 6 later. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I want to talk about my job, but we'll get to that someday. Um, 2021. 2021, perhaps. Yeah. So, Amelia, give us like 10 seconds. Okay. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. <laughs> we appreciate it. All right, this will be the All best right. episode ever. Uh, it is. So, okay. All right. Thank you, Brad. Yep. And two. Move, bitch. You got coronavirus. Ooh, shit. You got coronavirus. We ain't finna do shit with this coronavirus. I ain't finna take a trip with this coronavirus. Move, bitch. You got coronavirus. Ooh, shit. You got coronavirus. We ain't finna do shit with this coronavirus. I ain't finna take a trip with this coronavirus. I'ma chill at the crib cause I'm safe here. I ain't even about to drink me a Corona beer. I'm about to stay at the crib for about a year. And I ain't coming back out until this shit clear. I done bought me a mask and a lot of gloves. And I still feel like that is not enough. I ain't shaking no hands, I don't wanna hug. Make sure you wash your hands with a lot of love. So if you got that CV, they gon' find you. If you coughing, I ain't trying to be around you. I ain't even trying to stand beside or behind you. I'ma try to help them motherfuckers find you. I ain't even about to hop on no plane. I ain't even about to stand in the rain. I ain't getting on no train. I ain't even about to drive in my lane. I'm about to stay in the house and play the game. Bitch, move, bitch. You got coronavirus.